Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Thank you for that funky introduction, TV's Blake Wally. Blake will be here in a second. He was just here. We lost him. We're going to get him back here in a second. But it is great to be with you. This is Saturday Night Real News Live, Saturday Night Live. I'm your host, Mike Barrett in Seattle, Washington. That lovely lady to my stage right and my immediate left is Candace Whitelight somewhere in Montana. Candace, how are you tonight? I'm good, Mike. It was an interesting week, so uh, let's just go for it. Let's do it. And the guy right below me is from the state of North Carolina, North Carolina, right? Not South Carolina, North yes. Carolina, the amazing, the brilliant, the guy that you cannot sit in a car with three hours and not come away smarter than Dr. Brooks Agnew. Brooks, how are you tonight? Great. Good to be here. All right. I am drinking, folks, tonight. I am drinking a Jeremiah Red from BJ's Brewhouse, a red beer. I love reds, as we know. Moved off the Red Hook ESB. I'm going to pour that sucker. Candace, what are you drinking tonight? And tell me it's not an adult beverage. <laughs> it's green tea tonight, so I'm doing green the simple tea. stuff. Yeah. Kind of well, getting over the... It's different than the usual kombucha, right? Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I'll i do that later tonight. But um, no, the green tea right now is all good. For a man diagnosed with a fatty liver, this is the worst thing I could be drinking. Yet I am going to drink it because I love it and I cannot help myself. And I have no willpower. Dr. Brooks Agnew, what are we drinking tonight? Local Gaelic ale. Mmm. Gaelic ale. Now, that would strike me as possibly a little bit red. Killian's red is... Kind of an Irish. Isn't it weird how Scotland is associated with red and red beers and red hair, but it's the Irish who drink red beer? Isn't that weird? Irish got it from us. <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of this country is Irish. And TV's Blake Wally will be joining us as soon as he gets back here. Beer me. Yeah. Okay. Ashley, I'll beer you. All right. Let's see who's in the chat tonight. We got a lot of friends here. Uh, Rosemary Limo is here. Hi, Rosemary. Kathleen is here. Laura Mills is here. Hi, Laura. Victoria's here. Jody Gordon, nice to have you here. Todd Gibbs, welcome. Deb from Sacramento. Hi, Deb. Deb, how are you? David Lopan is here from Canada, eh? And isn't it funny how Canada's just out of the news right now? All of a sudden, there was all this pressure to get rid of Trudeau, and uh, now, yeah. Um, Joanne Patton is here. Trump said in closing tonight and in closing as your president. Yeah, and OAN left it up there a long time. Yeah, he's still acting like he's president. Nicole is here from down under. Um, Victoria. Nancy Burks is here. Hey, Nancy, what's going on? What's up with the three fist pumps President Trump kept doing at the end? Any special meaning? I don't have an opinion on that. I don't have a, Did anybody else have an opinion on that? Sue Jones. Welcome. Buck Fiden is here. 
Crystal Love is here. We love you, Crystal Love. Ashley is here. Happy to be with our SNL friends. Randy Bowman is here. I am blessed for 44 and Ponipa. I, I keep calling you Popina. It's Ponipa Beckstrom. Ponipa, how you, how you doing? Uh, Nancy wants to say hi to Brooks and Candace. And uh, E1 is here. Cartel still in Mexico. Two major cartels merge. Look it up. Well, it may be true. may not be true. Maybe public news. We shall see. Uh, Paul Martins is here. And Mike Petitano. Welcome. Dave K. Anyone going to see Trump in South Carolina in two weeks? I have a feeling you will be, Brooks. Is that tr correct? Gonna I'm going to make the trip. Jay Franks is here. Kathleen Alba Perez says she is an Earth explorer. Um, what did you think of CPAC? Well, I think we're going to get into what we thought of the Trump speech tonight. It was pretty good, if you ask me. Ashley with her famous beer me mistake. Uh, Rob Brownell. Brownell? Brownell. Brownell. Anyone else amazed that utility power is still on in the Ukraine? What kind of innovation is this? Yeah. You know, seriously, I have, I have the webcams out there. There's four webcams now. They could all be fake, but... It looks very peaceful there. It looks like it's the middle of the night. It looks very calm over there in Kiev. It doesn't look like anything really particularly exciting is going on over there. Sure as shit doesn't look like there's a war going on. Suzanne Esch is here. Hi, Suzanne. Lee Harris is here. Crystal Gray Patterson is here. Liberty Justice is here. There is TV's Blake Wally with all those three green bars. Hey, Blake, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's great to be here. Sorry. And what adult beverage are we sipping tonight? What are we drinking tonight? I am still on the uh, box of Merlot. I'm, I'm hoping to uh, finally finish it tonight. We'll see. Better be good. It better be good if you've been drinking it for a month. Uh, <laughs> Jenny Girl is here. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Uh, from Arizona. Stephanie McPeak-Peterson is here. Britt Reed is here. Might be nice to Candace tonight. Okay. We already talked about that. Glenn Claddock is here. Uh, Hallows Gate is here. Any confirmation to the rumor about biolabs being destroyed in Ukraine? Yeah. And we're going to talk about that in just a second when we get to the news. And everybody's saying hi to Blake. Uh, Ashley, yeah. you had a rough day, so you're happy to be here. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here too, Ash. Why don't you, why don't you drink some alcohol, relax, and have somebody rub your shoulders for you. Okay, guys, uh, let's get started. News was obviously very interesting today or this week. And, you know, what was it? I guess it was Monday night. Uh, the 222 2022 is what we were all focused on, right? Yeah. That was, I believe, Tuesday. Monday. And early on 223 2022, Putin in basically invades. The Ukraine. Now, it was really interesting um, because there's a lot of stuff going on, and this is the weirdest televised war. I mean, I thought, I'm oh, great. I'm going to sit home, drink a couple beers, and watch the war. There isn't any war really going on, and we're going to talk about that uh, right away here. It, it is so bizarre, guys, because there is, to my mind, there's a clear narrative being shown here by the media. And and we'll get into that in a minute. And it's like, you know, wow, Joe Biden can't be happy when Russia invades the country that launders your money. Uh, that's really true. I'm, no, I forget. How do I advance this? Oh, I do it up over here. OK, so, it, you know, obviously this had to make Joe Biden crap his pants, basically, when Putin finally went through this. And the rumor came out almost right away the day after the first missile strikes and explosions started happening is that 
the Russian missile strikes that led to seven of 11 Pentagon biolabs being destroyed in Ukraine, and nobody is talking about it. Well, we're going to talk about it on this show because I think it's the most important aspect of this. And yeah, this is the alleged location of U.S. military biolabs. These are labs all funded by the United States, one near Kharkov, one in south near the Crimea, Kiev, Chernobyl, um, Lvov has one, and there's a couple, I think, around Kiev. And also, um, you know, there's these nuclear sites as well. And when you look at the combination oh, that, yeah, when you look at the combination of the nuke sites and the biolab sites, they are really interestingly grouped together. Here's the nuke sites, the little yellow triangles, and the, um, the biolab sites as they have been recorded. And people are like, well, that's really strange. And of course, the first thing, the first thing that the Russians did is take possession of Chernobyl. Now, again, yes, it is correct that the word Chernobyl, Chernobyl translates into Russian slash Ukrainian as Wormwood. And Wormwood is the mythical death, star of death from the Bible. Maybe Candace or Brooks or even Blake knows more about the legend of Wormwood from the bo book of Revelations than I do. But I do know it's associated with uh, the final war, the battle that, that ends all the battles. And Armageddon. Armageddon, pretty crazy stuff. Now, again, there is a direct correlation between Kharkov and Chernobyl and Kiev and Lutsk and some explosions in the areas around the Donbass and uh, Lukvansa. Luk, Luk no, what's the other name of the other area that wants to be independent? Lukvansa? Luk Lugansk. What's that? Lugansk. Lugansk. The Lugansk and Donbass regions, which definitely want to be Russian. And, um, you know, basically the Russians are going in and they are cleaning out these facilities. Now, some people are saying, hey, how do you know for a fact that there actually are facilities in these areas? Well, I'll tell you how, because the United States State Department told us that there are. They pulled this shit down off their website yesterday when it became apparent that people were figuring out that we had set up and financed these different bases. Here's one near uh, Vinitsaya. This is the fact sheet about it. This is right off the United States uh, State Department, U.S. Embassy website, talking about what the facility is, the official name of it, blah, 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 when it was accepted by the state of uh, Ukraine, when it was approved by the U.S., when it was approved by Ukraine to be there, the recipient, the Vinsaya Oblux Laboratory Center, where, you know, what do you think they're doing in these labs, guys? They're not making COVID tests. Probably they're making COVID. Here's other ones that I pulled off. And these have all been archived. People grabbed them before they could take them down. They are definitely from the U.S. State Department website. There's a couple near Kharkov. There's one. Here's the one in Lukansk. Uh, here's the one in Dnepervsk, Vodosk. I don't know. It's near the Dnieper River. I know that. They do exist. We do have proof. They absolutely that these maps are correct, that there were these facilities. They're listed. They were listed right on the website. And that is the, the State Department website. That is the first thing that the Russians hit, the first things they took out. Gosh, I wonder why they would do that. And Putin saying, oops, did I destroy your bioweapon labs in Ukraine? Well, and your nuke sites? Well, my bad. Gosh, I'll bet Vlad is really upset with himself for doing that. Now, again, I don't know how important this is, but I think it might be important. This is Donald Trump on January 6th, 2021, right before he went out and gave his speech, which, by the way, these so-called insurrection riots had already started before Trump even took the stage. So any attempt to connect Trump's speech with inciting a riot is bullshit because the uh, 
FBI informants and the Antifa guys dressed up as, as uh, MAGA, guy, MAGA uh, supporters had already started their riot a little bit too early. And in the video taken inside the green room, the green room tent with the uh, Trump family, and there's Ivanka there. Trump holds up a red manila folder. And some people think it's not a coincidence that when he went to give his speech announcing the military action the other day, that Vladimir Putin walked into the room where he sat with a red folder. And again, these two guys have worked together. I've told you the story about Helsinki, why the U.S. Um, media was so desperate absolutely desperate to keep Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin from meeting privately. I can share that story again if you'd like. But I think this is an indication that these two people are working together. And, you know, there are reasons behind this. And one of the biggest reasons is that Ukraine has not only been a cesspool of corruption, of money laundering, of drug running, of the child trafficking that Candace has worked so hard on, it's also been one of the last refuges in, refuge, refuges in one of the last places where <laughs> Nazis have been able to hang on to a set of territory and run things. There's uh, been a strong Nazi influence in Ukraine since the inception, uh, since really since World War II. Uh, these are actual flags of different Ukrainian military units. There's the Ukrainian Nazi battalion troops fighting under the swastika, giving the Hitler salute, you know, Zieg Heil. No wonder Putin announced he's conducting a military operation for the denazification of Ukraine. That's very important to understand that he talked about going in and cleaning out the corruption, telling the Ukrainian soldiers to surrender and take control of your country away from the corrupt government and that he was going to clear out the Nazi elements in the Ukraine. And yeah, here's, you know, look, from Wikipedia of all sources, the Ukrainian army is nothing more than the descendant, the direct descendant of the 14th Waffen-SS Grenadier Division in the Ukraine. They were formed after the conquest of Ukraine in 1941 by uh, Goring, he put them together. They basically, there was 250,000 men strong in the division. They fought really on the side of the Nazis. They exterminated Jews in Poland. They exterminated Jews in Ukraine. They went after people. They did all of the dirty, disgusting work that the Germans, the Nazis wanted them to do. And after the war ended, they surrendered on May 10th, 1945. And then they became... They were renamed the 1st Division of the Ukrainian National Army. So do not kid yourselves. This Ukrainian army is a Nazi Waffen-SS division. It is the direct descendant, lineal descendant of the 14th Waffen-SS Grenadiers. They are the worst of the worst. So when Putin says, I'm denazifying Ukraine, he is not kidding. And by the way, what do Ukrainians, what, what do Nazis do? They do genetic experiments. They use biowarfare. They use try to get nukes. All this stuff. And so, again, basically, Putin is going to go forward with this operation no matter what. How do we know this? Well, apparently, Joe Biden and <laughs> and Vladimir Putin had a discussion on the phone a couple of days ago. And here's how it went. This is an actual transcript. And I don't know for a fact this is a transcript. It comes from Phil Godlewski. But I've heard from at least one other person. It is a real transcript. One of my sources, the guy I call the mechanic. This is the real transcript, except that Putin's language was far more um, colorful, shall we say. That's whatever it says inaudible here. That's when bad language is being used. So here's how, the, how it went. Let's just listen to the conversation. Biden, B1, Biden says, good evening, Mr. President. Putin says back, 
Good evening. Notice he doesn't say Mr. President. In right this. on. Biden says, listen, blah, blah, blah. I'd like to speak to you regarding something, our country's respective positions on Ukraine. Now, I know you've, boom, Putin interrupts him. Pardon me, but I have nothing to disclose. Biden says, well, now, wait a minute. There are lives at stake here. And, uh, well, it's in everyone's uh, to interest to say that we, and then again, Putin interrupts him. Sir, fuck, fuck off is probably what he said. Sir. <laughs> With all due, I'm sure it's, sir, with all due respect, you are not the one to make any decisions, Putin says back to him. Biden says, that's, now look here, I'm the sitting president of the United States of America, and I most certainly am in the position of influence in our military and intelligence department. Um, what we have to do uh, now that escalations have, and again, Putin, boom, interrupts him. Sir, again, not calling him Mr. President, not to disappoint you. But, or something, but you are sitting president of nothing. Again, let me repeat what Putin says back to him. Sir, you are sitting president of nothing and in no position to influence our world or its doings. Biden says, now, that's not regarding influence. Uh, We think it has to stop here. Now, uh, if all of us could just, Putin says, there is none, I believe he says, nothing to say so that better way to say than to stand down immediately our conversation now concludes boom putin hangs up on him that i'm told is exactly the way it really went wow so what putin is telling you here and again let's go back let's go back to putin and trump working together let me go back a few slides here working together both using the red folders, indicating, hey, we are on the same team here. We are on the Nasara Jasara team is what I think. We are working together to rid the world of the pedos. And um, that's exactly what I think is going on here. And again, I love this meme now. Mr. Biden, you are the sitting president of nothing. Biden knows because Trump, I believe, has told him flat out, the election was fraud. And if by, if Putin didn't already know that it was fraud from his own in- information, he's got it now from Trump. Now, why would Putin be doing this? Why would he care about Nazis in the Ukraine? What's going on? Well, this is a photo of the application for a passport for the Russian Federation where Vladimir Putin apparently applied. Now, I don't know. This could be Photoshop. There's no question. But it looks authentic. I'm going to try to authenticate it through other sources if I possibly can. But what it shows is that the reason why Vladimir Putin would be so anxious to get Nazis out of a country that's virtually right on his country's doorstep, and Ukraine maybe not even really isn't even really a country. Some people said they never filed the proper paperwork. Um, His parents were Jewish. His parents were persecuted under the old Soviet Union and by the Nazis in World War II. His parents would have lived through World War II in Russia under the Nazis. So this gives Vladimir Putin every reason to want to denazify the Ukraine and take away those American weapons of mass destruction. Now, the response, obviously, from the West and the Western press, from, you know, uh, Administrator Biden, from the corrupt, flabby Boris Johnson, and from blackface Hitler, Justin Trudeau, is... Russian man, bad. Russian man, bad. Russian man, bad. I mean, I'm hearing people like Jennifer Griffin on Fox News calling him a madman every chance. Oh, he's a madman. Oh, is he really a madman? He's trying to get rid of biological weapon sites, 
nuclear facilities where they could be manufacturing dirty bombs at the very least, if not outright nuclear weapons, after they agreed to give their nukes up at the formation of their alleged country. And he's going after the last remnant of Nazism in Europe. Uh, yeah, boy, he's a real bad guy. That's a terrible guy. And it's complete BS. I mean, Putin keeps bombing the same poor woman. I'm pretty sure this is the same woman. She's appearing in two different uh, events that have taken place in Ukraine. Probably they're from the same thing. She's fake. Um, and again, look at some of the stuff that's on TV. Here's a guy giving a report in his flak jacket and his helmet while tourists are taking pictures of the golden domes of the church, Eastern Orthodox Church, from the balcony, trying to pretend like there's a war going on in Kiev. When again, watch the webcams. There's nothing happening. There's an occasional strike. Here's another woman again wearing her flak jacket and her helmet. Press, press. There's a bunch of people lined up. I don't know. Maybe they're waiting to go in for lunch or a nightclub or something, lining up to go dancing. This is BS, and it just keeps going on and on. Here's a woman again, you know, oh, I'm on the phone, the oppressed city of Kiev. And there's a woman standing in the background like, what are you doing? It's just exactly the same thing as this clown show here where these guys are all wrapped up because of the COVID virus. And, um, oh, come on, stop, just stop. And uh, there's this guy sitting here in shirt sleeves with no mask on. It's a clown show. It's a it's a media show. Candace, it's like a movie. And again, my favorite one so far is comparing Wag the dog. reporter with dark helmet <laughs> from Spaceballs. It's abs if it wasn't so serious, it would be hilarious and hilariously stupid. And one last thing I want to get to that we may not talk about tonight is I want to let you know that our friend. Vincent Fusca, a.k.a. JFK Jr., who you will be probably hearing more from next week, hint, hint, is running for Senate in Pennsylvania in the U.S. Uh, I probably could have waited and done that one later, but I wanted to let you know that you need to support Vincent Fusca for U.S. Senate. Okay, that's what I got to meet my presentation. There's, there's actually so much more to talk about, guys, but I want to, um, Candace, I know you're probably chomping at the bit to get going here, but Brooks, you have something to say about the Nazification the Nazism, the, the Nazi remnant that is in I can't, uh, the remnant. That's that's from Star Wars: The Force Awakens, right? Blake, right? The the remnant. I'm not sure know. on that one. Anyway, uh, no, the oh, first. Yeah. yeah, I mean, call them the First Order. Let's call this 14th Waffen SS Grenad Grenadier Division the First Order. Brooks, tell us what you know about what's going on in Ukraine. You got people over there, and you got the floor. Yeah, I uh, I've been studying this for a while, and I have associates that live in Donbass and I got a report from him uh, late last night it's a pre-recorded from his backyard and uh, the last time I spoke to him on the phone you could actually hear shelling going on on the phone right it was uh, this this shelling was not coming from Russians it was coming from Nazis that are about five miles away from where he lives and They've been there, like you said, since World War II. They work with the oligarchs. They do drug running. They do human trafficking. They do weapons distributions. They work with mercenaries. And they thought they were going to have an easy time of it. They actually were uh, mobilizing to march through civilian communities and, and have easy pickings. They've, they've kind of reverted back to where they were in the late 30s and early 40s they they kill for sport um they are brutal uh 
where they can't uh, round up uh, Jews and put them into to cattle cars and ship them off to be gassed. They rape indiscriminately. Uh, they murder indiscriminately. They deal in counterfeit cash. They deal in drugs. They deal in weapons. And uh, they've basically had uh, the run of the country since uh, John's McCain and Kerry uh, went into Ukraine to unseat Yanukovych because he would not sign the transatlantic bank agreements and put the country into a debt trap. You are correct. The UN does not recognize Ukraine as a country. Uh, they never filed the paperwork. Ukraine is a region of old Soviet states, and they were not able to access the capital markets to, to develop their resources like Kazakhstan did, like Moldova did, like uh, Latvia and Estonia. They've, they're doing fine. They're trading. They're manufacturing. Um, many of them are doing business with the EU itself, except Ukraine. Ukraine has been walled off from Europe. They're not allowed to do business with, with Europe. And you have it's very hard to get a visa to go from Ukraine to Europe. Now you can go from Ukraine to Russia, easy, but you can't go the other way. <clears throat> so uh, since Biden has been in the White House for the last year, these Nazi factions that have been laundering billions of dollars of U.S. taxpayer money for decades, a long, long time, way back in the Clinton days, uh, Bush days, uh, they have been they have been the epicenter of of laundering of U.S. taxpayer dollars back to U.S. politicians and world politicians. Well, they're about ready to make their move because Biden has been president for a year and he has been systematically uh, signing documents which are uh, emasculating the U.S. military. That's why Donald Trump put the uh, organizations in place with former uh, Defense Secretary Miller. Uh, these are exercises, not operations, because operations are actually privy to the commander-in-chief, but exercises are not. So these exercises are what are called post-election exercises, and they are underway. Um, it is a system called devolution, which if you want to know more about that, you can get a Patel Patriot does brilliant assembly of actually publicly available documents for that. Uh, so they're ready to make their move. And uh, part of that dealt with attacking Russian citizens or well, Russian ancestors who are in Donbass and Lugansk. So they want to protect themselves. So they formed what's called the Donbass Defenders. And my friend, Russell Bentley, is one of the Donbass Defenders. He's from Texas. He moved there eight years ago to fight Nazis, and he's been doing it ever since. So he sent me this report. It's five minutes, 21 seconds. It's an audio report from his backyard. If you'll, if you'll let me, I'll, I'll play it. It'll put everything in perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all ready to, uh, ready to okay, listen to that. And, There's uh, a little bit of background noise because it's in his backyard. Out in Petrovsky District. Looks like the crows are heading down back home today. Coming back from uh, over Marienka. Maybe they were uh, feasting on Nazis today. I tell you, it's a historic day today. Um, the world has changed, not just for Donbass, Ukraine, and Russia, but the whole world has changed. It's going to be different from now on. 
whatever's coming next. And the war's not over. The war is not over. There is uh, still pockets of hardcore Nazis, the war criminals that know what they got waiting for them that, you know, are going to fight to the death because, uh, you know, they know they'll spend the rest of their lives in a hard, hard prison if they, if they get captured. So now the tables have turned. The guys that thought that they were going to have a fun time uh, marching in on civilians, women and children doing whatever they want. It's a different deal now. They've met the Russian army and they've met the Donbass defenders too. Our guys are working hard. They're moving forward right now. Marienka, about five miles from here, uh, is getting cleaned out right now by our guys, with a little help from our friends, too. Um, also, uh, Lugansk is also moving forward. Uh, it's a very fluid situation. Uh, there's a big concern in uh, Avdiivka. There's a big chemical plant there. Supposedly, supposedly it's being uh, booby-trapped, mined, uh, so that it can be exploded, releasing poisonous gas. You know, these are the kind of guys. These guys were down in uh, Odessa, Mariupol, running over people in their cars, getting away with the uh, BMPs and tanks and stuff. Just, I mean, just useless, wanton slaughter. Just killing to be killing. And people like that, you know, that's why we had to fight. We couldn't reason with them. We couldn't appeal to any humanity or compassion of which they're completely devoid. So, you know, we can see truly what they are now. You know, these are monsters. These are beasts. These are killers. And there's only one way to deal with them, and that's to put them out of their misery. And that's what we're in the process of doing right now. Uh, so it's going to be a fluid situation. Uh, God forbid that uh, they set off any chemical or biological Weapons of mass destruction. It's it's you can't put it past them though. So we're gonna have to keep on our toes, work hard still. Um, the administration and the military have asked for journalists to keep doing their jobs as best they can to keep the world updated. There's all kinds of fake propaganda already coming out. There's a real chance that the uh, Nazis are gonna do some kind of white helmet type uh, false flag massacre of civilians and then try and blame it on the Russians. That's a lie. The Russians have been uh, more than careful to avoid civilian casualties. I mean, uh, you know, it's very clear that, that what we're working against is the Nazis, the military units. They're even having mercy on the soldiers. They're even saying to the soldiers, they sent them uh, text messages on their phones yesterday, said, look, if you, don't, if you want to live, if you don't want to fight, just put down your weapon and start walking home. And they're letting them do that. They're opening humanitarian corridors, letting guys get out, uh, even soldiers. So if we're letting the soldiers, if we're having mercy on the soldiers, we're sure not going to be killing any civilians because these are our guys on the, you know, down here in the east. These are our guys, too. I've seen the maps, uh, you know, pretty much all the way to Lvov, including Lvov, has been hit by Russian uh, uh, missile forces and hit hard and uh that's that's the right way to do war you know the sooner it's like pulling a tooth you know or popping a giant zit the sooner you get it over with the sooner it starts healing so we're hitting hard now and uh, hopefully that'll make it a much shorter and less bloody war we don't want to hurt civilians we don't want to destroy civilian infrastructure we want to liberate ukraine 
from foreign occupation by Western fascists and by oppression from genuine neo-Nazis. And that's exactly what we're doing here. So good luck to all good people. May God protect the innocent and give everybody else, especially the Nazis, everything they deserve. Tejas and Donbass, Petrovsky District, 24th of February in the historic 2022 year, the year of the second great defeat of fascism, saying, Dabai. So there you go. That's the report on the ground in his backyard, five miles from the action. So he is a Texas veteran who is fighting for the Donbass defenders on the ground. He's been fighting there for eight years against Nazis. Wow. He sent me a lot of pictures. And that's why when I think of Johns, McCain, and Kerry, it fucking pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, it's been suggested over here in the chat, Brooks, you know, there's there's software that will create a video that transcribes what you're saying. I think you can just pick a maybe maybe Blake can help you with this, but I think you can just pick like a picture, a background picture, maybe a picture of the guy or somebody similar to him or some of the pictures of the Nazis in Ukraine that I had. I'll send them to you and and it'll it'll take what that is and it will transcribe it. And you can post that as a video online and people are asking for that. I okay. think it's really important to get that out there. Uh, I'm telling you to do something I don't know how to do, but I'm sure there's there's ways <laughs> well, to do it. Well, this is fresh. I just got it last night, so I haven't had a yeah. chance to do anything. Yeah, but I mean, people really want the audio. people really want and really need to hear that. And and before I turn it over to Blake and Candace, I just want to want to reinforce a, a couple of things that that you did say. Um, you know, it, it it really is absolutely. Um, that situation over there, uh, uh, there is, uh, where is it over here on this side? Um, yeah, you know, this is a picture. I showed this while you were talking. You know, this is 2016 after Trump had won. The first thing Graham and McCain did is they went over there and met with the uh, corrupt Ukraine president Poroshenko in December of 2016, along with uh, Yovanovitch, who, um, you know, who is... Uh, the uh, Biden or uh, Obama appointed ambassador to the Ukraine who uh, perjured herself trying to get Donald Trump run out of office during the Ukraine, um, the Ukraine plot against him, the impeachment plot. These guys are all corrupt. They're all involved in business over there. They're all dealing with the Russians. And, um, you know, again, I think uh, this stuff is clearly happening um, in an out here quickly. I want to show you the video of the uh, yeah Russian TIE fighter has been shot down. Yeah. Near, I, I want to yeah. clarify There's one video. thing. Let me, clarify, video. let me clarify one thing. They're not working with Russians. They hate the Russians because the Russians know what they're up to. And they've been they've been fighting the Russians for a long, long time. They right. They are right. using Ukraine as a center for laundering billions of dollars. <clears throat> you always right. wonder where the deep state gets their money. Most of it funnels through here and Iran. Yep. And other yeah, people I got, I've got a statement I got to read because this is exactly what Juan Osam just said in a program on the 23rd. So this is the compendium of Can what ha has happened for Can a very long time. Yeah. Can you hang on for just five more minutes? Yes, I will. Things, things that I should have put in your initial thing. Um, you know, this is on Fox News. Ukrainian civilians take up arms. Those are cardboard guns they show them with. Again, what a clown show the media is. Um, and, you know, again, 
if you want to know what side you should be on, Putin or the other guys, I, I don't know, Brooks. I'm, I hear they don't like the Russians. I, I believe Putin is working with the White Hats to eliminate these forces inside Ukraine to make not only his own country safe, but the world. Marina Abramovich, Abramovich oh, the spirit wow. cooking witch, has come out against Vladimir Putin. So if you have any doubt about which side you should be on, Let's listen to her real quick. Yeah, judge a man by his enemies. Yep. My name is Marina Abramovich. I was born in Yugoslavia. Yep. Can't good. Can't hear it. The cultures from the West. I, you really? I hear an echo. I hear it a little bit. Can't see it though. And I get to know the people there. They're proud. They're strong and they're dignified. I have a full solidarity with them in this impossible day. Attack to Ukraine is attack to all of us. No, it's not. Is attack to humanity. Fuck you. And have to be stopped. So again, this you know, I, I guess we had some technical problems there, but this horrible, disgusting bitch of a person, um, she does, she has these parties where Hollywood elites and political people like John Podesta go and they perform these rituals where they cut the middle finger and suck the blood out of their own finger spirit and eat, eat spirit cooking and eat cakes that look like human bodies so they can pretend that they're cannibals. She's a Satan worshiping psychopath and she's also Russian man bad. Uh, I think Russian man is cleaning the situation up. And again, tonight our president spoke and said, so to all of those who think that they can coerce and subjugate the citizens of this land, hear these words from me tonight. The people of America will not surrender our borders. We will not surrender our culture. We will not surrender our faith. We will not surrender our history. We will not surrender our liberty. And above all, we will not surrender our children to the small band of bullies and extremists who want to tell everyone else what to do. I think Putin... Um, is working with the white hat side of things in this situation. Oh, I forgot. I apparently, un apparently, folks, I unshared uh, my screen. That's why we didn't get the video of Marina Abramovich. You don't want to look at her anyway. She's yeah. nauseating. And Candace, I know you're going to have a lot to say. So before I turn it over to you, I want to get Blake's take on it real quick, and then you can have the floor. Blake, um, I the reason why I'm not going to fight with Candace tonight is because you know I've been pissed off. And demanding that something happen. And it looks to me like something finally is happening because we're moving against these Nazi elements. We're moving against the child traffickers. I think Putin is working in cahoots with the global alliance to defeat these people. And I finally, you know, finally have something to put my, my finger on. And again, they are doing other things. They're talking about ch kicking Russia out of the SWIFT system. That's the international banking system. Well, guess what that's going to do? It's going to lead to the collapse of the SWIFT system, which means the new financial system can come in which means the currency reset's going to happen. I mean, it's going to be the end of everything, the end of the establishment. I'm actually really excited by this because I think, you know, and again, Jen's told us, hey, when they're going to take Biden out is when he tries to start a war. And we are that close to him doing something stupid like that. So, Blake, I want to give you, you know, whatever time you need. And then we're going to let Candace take the floor and tell us her side of stuff and what's going on with the with the Juan crowd. Yeah, I, I so, hope you're 
right about this because it is exciting developments. It's it's sad to see because you don't want to see the war. But then if you look behind, I don't know. It's hard to get all the information and try to decipher all the different propaganda and stuff like that. But uh, Brooks, awesome stuff. That was really impressive. Thanks for uh, sharing all that with the insider. Look, I will I'll try to help you with that if, if I can. I'll definitely post that somewhere. The people need to hear that. They need to get that other perspective. I mean, they want to shut it down. You had uh, Hillary Clinton out yesterday trying to, you know, they want to like use it, you know, anonymous. I don't know if it's the same group or whatever, uh, trying to shut down everything, uh, hack, and then try to like beam real news into people's houses over there. So it, it's good to get that other side. And I really, I'd like to believe that this is all happening. I'm trying to uh, be optimistic that these developments are for the greater good and that there is some sort of a, a war against the deep state that's uh, taking place in Ukraine. They've got their tentacles in there. Um, and, you know, you're never going to hear this stuff out of uh, the mainstream media, of course, especially with all those Nazi ties. So I, I didn't even know a lot of that. I've been hearing those rumors, but that certainly uh, you guys have brought a lot of good evidence uh, to support that. So I'm, well, I'm a believer now. If it's on Wikipedia, yeah. it must be true, right? Right, Like If it's on Wikipedia, it must be true. But the, I already <laughs> knew that. It is true. It is actually true that they are they are a subdivision of, of the old Waffen SS. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's it's a great history. I didn't, I was did not see any of that stuff or look at that. Um, I'm just kind of seeing it on the surface, and yeah, Ukraine is kind of a, a younger country, and there might be you know something wrong with that. I don't know if it's like it's set up like a corporation, like you know the UAE or Qatar or something like that. But there's a lot of issues, and you had some of these uh, deep state players that have been hanging out there after uh, Biden. With Burisma, there are a lot of uh, issues with that, and the uh, the president of Ukraine, he's uh like actually like part of a TV show. He was like played a president on a TV show, and then he was elected. I've I've uh, I've got this from two good sources. Uh, Anomaly, uh, Gerald I, I Valente. Believe, I actually believe he played a musical instrument with his penis as part of that show. Is what I which which I've done some reality TV and I'm just going to assure you if I was ever asked to do that that's a hard no for me. <laughs> I, I would do almost anything to get back on reality TV but that's not one of those things. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, uh, well, something's wrong there, and it, it's good to see some kind of development. We'll try to figure it out, and hopefully there's uh, no, no civilians get hurt in this process. And then if we can get to the uh, the news and what's really behind a lot of these operations that Putin is uh, doing, then uh, he'll be vindicated in the end. So we'll we'll see. Very, but yeah, very exciting as we hang on the end of uh, edge of World War Three, perhaps. But um, we could see a, a really good ending. And then, of course, yeah, the Trump nailed it at CPAC. So let's hope there's a, an alliance and the White Hats are there and we're going to see some more of a positive developments. Yeah. On the brink of World War Three, or on the brink of the end of war entirely, which is what the whole Nasara Jasara thing is all about. OK, Candace, we've talked a lot. I've kept you uh, kind of hidden in the green room there. You have at least a minimum of the next 12 minutes to talk about anything you want uninterrupted. If I have to say something, I'll take a note and ask you about it when you get done. You have the floor. I don't know how I'll follow that last thing, Blake. You really yeah, set me right, up not, here. Okay, no, so um, let me just start yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to thank you, Brooks, for uh, bringing that to us. That is authentic boots on the ground testimony for what's actually going on. Well, and you always I, ask me, where's the sauce? There's the sauce. Yeah. There's the sauce. I mean, uh, you can't, you don't get any better than that. So 
what I have is information that basically is what um, has come out recently um, is uh, number one, I don't want you going down that road, Mike, with uh, construing that Trump is working with Putin. He is not, because that is what the deep state wants us to do. Mm -hmm. They want us to bring Trump into the fray so that they can go after him. That, that's like they're salivating over that moment. And he isn't. He has uh, negotiated with Putin, but they're not like best friends. So let's just, you know, sort of hold our hands up and just go, okay, we're good with that. This well, I, is I a war that has to do in a very real way with the fact that Putin is... And you showed his uh, Jewish trans, um, passport. He mm -hmm. did live on a kibbutz when he was young. He is very, very fond of the Jews. And their involvement in Russia has to do with the Jews that are the good Jews. There's a whole other league of uh, Jewish people out there that are called the Khazarkians. Right. And they are the ones that they are fighting and they are the ones associated with the Nazis. You have to do like a little history lesson and thank God we have Cliff High who just came up with a program yesterday and he gives you the whole history of the region right down to the years and the conflict and everything. So I suggest everybody go there I've got it posted on my Facebook page, and it is also going to be posted on the Juan Osavin group page that I have now for Juan. So, so just starting with that as a concept is that the dynamic is, is that these Nazis have been able to work under what you would call their own agenda. This has nothing to do with the deep state. So we have to think of it as a dynamic that was held over from World War I and mm -hmm. World War II. Mm -hmm. And it has intrinsically entwinement with Germany. So, you know, you start thinking about this and all of a sudden you go, oh, yeah, that's right. The Jews got in trouble with Germany, right? And so there's a measure there of hatred that you just have to <laughs> follow history and you can get to the point where you understand that dynamic in that region. Now, this has nothing to do with us or the deep state or anything at that point. Okay, so what we do is we fast forward and we talk like real adults here. And we look at the situation that Brooks brought up, which has to do with money. They are the biggest money laundering country in the entire planet. And they have had money that has been flowing through them through a bunch of incidences that I'm gonna read this. This is right from a transcript of Juan Osavin when he went on with Nino on the 23rd and he did a question and answer. And he says, they, the deep state, have got to burn down Ukraine to destroy the evidence of what the hell's been going on. The Iranian-Ukrainian connection 
of all of the criminality and its criticalness in order to stop anybody finding out all about the connections there and all about the money that was flowing to this globalist crew through the Ukraine. Like the records in the Pentagon and the trillions of missing dollars the day before 9-11. A missile hits the little section of the Pentagon and boom, all the records are destroyed. Oklahoma City, all the records on drug trafficking, the money from various agencies, everything out of Arkansas, the Clintons, every investigative operation on all the investigators' original notes from the IRS, the DEA, the FBI were sitting in Oklahoma City. Magically, a couple weeks before, and boom, the Oklahoma City Federal Building is is burned down. It's yeah, and I know one. I know Juan knows a lot about that stuff because yeah. uh, I heard I've, I've sat there for two hours and listened to him tell the story. So I well, know he worked all with all of that, you know. Yep. yep. So all the records were destroyed, and that is on the uh, uh, at, at the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building in Oklahoma City, Wednesday, April nineteenth, nineteen ninety five. So you're getting scammed over and over. These people know how to run it. And now they're going to burn down Ukraine. So yeah. how is this dynamic happening? They're having to go in. They've got their operatives in there, which are aligned with the Nazis, by the way. And in order to create a conflict that then Russia has had to step into this fray and just said, enough. So they had to come out and, you know, Putin's not going to take any shit. Yep. This is the war for the planet. And if folks don't sit down and start to really analyze this in a, you know, okay, yeah, they can make fun of it all you want to, but this is some damn serious stuff. And so what we get to is this point of understanding and then we have to also get to a point where we know that it has affected this country and it has affected us since 9-11 and it's affected us since Kennedy's assassination. And that is the truth of this situation that goes right into the lap of Biden and Hunter and the entire crew, crimes against humanity. This is Nuremberg 2.0. This is the end of their world. And when it comes crashing down, it's not like it's going to be a, you know, fun to deal with this. It's because everything, everything that people have thought in the past has all been bullshit. And this is going to fracture people's minds. This is not going to be a really pleasurable thing everybody's not going to go like well the deep state you know they're they're gone now and we won you know please, please uh, don't tell uh, me the earth uh, is flat uh, uh, it ain't that simple please and, don't tell me the earth is flat please the earth no is no flat. not not that false. and you know the aliens aren't all tall grace but anyway the uh 
the idea is is that we're getting to a point in time that where we have to talk about truth not about you know stuff that we've been led astray on and believe me the mainstream media is coming unglued and um you know we're going to see some real progress here but everybody needs to buckle up because when this all falls down i mean yes russia may you know prevail i i sure have my fingers crossed that they they can do what uh, is right for the people of the ukraine because you can't look at the ukraine and go just like oh it's us against them or something no there's a lot of good folks there and um, brooks's you know uh five minute piece is just phenomenal in establishing that they understand the truth that is what we have to look at and that's how at the end of the day we'll be able to win this war that has been waged against humanity by um satan by the so, way uh, he, he did tell me something about Zelensky. he said the mm -hmm. people of ukraine largely look at Zelensky as a crackhead like hunter biden <laughs> right the only reason that he got elected is because they wanted poroshenko out of there because of all the corruption Zelensky yeah. said well if you elect me I'll take care of the corruption. But Zelensky had no political connections at all. He had no allies. He had no coalition put together. All he had were votes. That's all he had. Mm -hmm. So now what we're seeing is that government is going gonna, is gonna to collapse. Now, they're mm -hmm. going to say that Biden's in there installing his puppet uh, government, just like you know they claim he did in Bel Belarus and, and uh, in Putin, Georgia. Putin. You mean Putin. Putin? Yeah, Putin. Yeah, but but you know Zelensky is out there in his helmet acting like a president. Uh, you know, with the President Zelensky show, and uh, you know he says things like, "Well, they're not going to see our backs; they're going to see our faces," and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna expel them from our country. That is total nonsense. He's a complete actor. So. Yeah, yeah and, and he's got his hand behind his back, taking the graph, taking the money, right? You know, yeah. it, there's it, a lot of money to be had about all of the uh, industry, including this bioweapons one, which I, I need to also sort of expand on because my work has shown that that Israel has actually with the Zionists who are a part of the Zarkians and who are complacent in these bio labs because um, they had something to do with the entire thing in Wuhan. So. Yeah. You know, this has been uh, gone from like, you know, the China and we can't do, you know, we can't not look at the Chinese because they're also slathering, uh, you know, about taking over Taiwan because, you know, Taiwan has gotten a lot of the industry that uh, they used to have. Uh, go out and buy some clothing and, you know, and mechanical stuff and and um, parts for cars and stuff. They're all made in Taiwan now. Why? Because those people are actually industrial and they actually make a living wage, whereas everything in China was about stuff that was uh, built with slave labor. So, you and know... Very, um, advanced too, very advanced, and they have good technology there. I was exactly. going to say, yeah. that's why they tried to impeach Donald Trump when he picked up the phone and called Zelensky. And he yeah. said, listen, I want you to make good on your offer. Because at that time of that phone call, Biden was not even a candidate, had not even announced that he was going to run for president. Right. 
So what Trump wanted to do is get to the bottom of the money laundering. He wanted to find out about Hunter Biden. So he contacted Zelensky and said, you know, basically, look, this old investigation that was ended prior to you coming in. Is there any way, you know, you can find out what really happened? Because we're all about the justice here. We want to find out what really happened. And that's why they impeached him. They listened to the phone call. They were tapping the phone and they knew he was getting close. And that's why they impeached him. Well, you know, this really is interesting, Candace. It's going to be really interesting if we ever hear the truth. And Trump made several references tonight. I'll tell you the story someday. Or yeah. Someday I'm going to be able to tell you the story. Right. And yeah, that's it. It'll be really interesting because I, I, what I understand from other contacts and, and, and Jen and other sources is that, you know, there is this global alliance and, and it includes Russia. And, and as part of this Jasara agreement, Russia was is given the Crimea, the Donbass, the Lukansk, um, as much of Ukraine as they want to or need to protect themselves, and the three Baltic states. And, and the way everybody in the American media is trying to make Putin out to be some sort of psychopath, when in fact, what he said about the Nazis is true. We know it's true. We heard it from Brooks's guy. We, we, we have all this evidence. And I mean, you can go to Wikipedia. And how long do you think it'll be before those Nazi connections in Wikipedia are, are scratched from the record? Not very long. Um, and, and he's hitting all these, look, these bioweapons facilities, that's what they are, were set up by Fauci. Okay, those, that was with Fauci's approval and, and consultation. That points right to Fauci. The, the documents they're going to seize is going to point right to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. It's going to it, it's going to bring him down. And I believe that as much as Trump is part of this global alliance, I also believe Putin is part of it. And somebody told me today, and I don't have great sources. I don't have as good a sources as you, I don't think. But my sources know what they know really well. And one of them told me this week, he said, look, the only person who hates these child traffickers more than Donald Trump on the entire planet is Vladimir Putin. Putin is apparently a fairly deeply religious guy, and he is not going to tolerate this bullshit on his doorstep anymore. And I've seen pictures today of underground tunnels under Ukraine, um, uh, hundreds and hundreds of miles of them where this stuff is all done. Ukraine is like the southern border met with Mexico, where all this stuff is these people, all this stuff is being run, the drugs and all that stuff. Candace and I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see at the end, just as a bet, you know, who's more correct about this. Because when you look the, the you know, when you look at the financial system, which has the fiat system pretty much has to be crashed before they can introduce a new global alliance security backed system, system backed by gold and silver and, and assets, real money instead of fiat money. Before that can happen, you you have to have the fiat system destroyed. And I mean, if they cut Russia out of Sw the SWIFT system, Russia's going to just find alternative ways to do trade. They've already got BRICS in place, Brazil, Russia, India, Crypto. China, and South Africa. They have their own separate trading system. Yes, they do. And, and, East, and Europe is now totally dependent on, on Russian oil. And so they can cut them off all they want. It won't last very long. It's not going to cut off his ability to make war. And the point is, as far as I can tell, he's not making war in Ukraine. He's only destroying these targeted facilities. And like Brooke says, he's trying to kill the Nazis the same way that his friends are trying to kill the Nazis. So I think it's going to be fascinating. But the thing that makes me happy 
is that something is finally happening. And and if Biden puts his foot in it at the right time, maybe it won't be the Baltic states, which have been ceded to Russia as part of the agreement. I mean, I heard a, year, a couple of years ago, Russia is going to take back the Crimea, the Ukraine, the Baltic states as part of the deal. China and Taiwan are going to be reunified under a republic, not the CCP. So when is Biden going to do that stupid thing that's going to force the military to finally say, that's enough of you? And you didn't even win the election and take him out. That's what I'm anxious and looking forward to. But for the first time in forever, I feel like something's happening and we're right on the brink of it. Um, Blake, you've been sitting there silent for a while. You got anything to add? Well, I'd love to see uh, Jen get uh, vindicated on that. That would be absolutely huge to say that. Yeah, and if he pulls, does something stupid and gets us into a war, I'm just hoping we avoid any kind of false flag atrocity. If there's, uh, like, like Hillary was saying, trying to you know do some uh, cyber attack that gets blamed on so so and so, that's going to be a cause for you know us to send Americans over into a, get involved in another war. That would be the tragedy. But I'm sure the you know deep state and the globalists are trying to you know plan something. They got to make their move, and uh, this is about, about the time. So things are coming to a head. So very yeah. Exciting. I mean, they blew up. A, they blew up a dam today. I, you know, I I I watch. I'm watching Russia today because although they are the official Russian spokespersons, they're far more fair and more accurate than any of the Western media about what's really going on in Kiev. By the way, not Kiev. It's Kiev, and uh, they're former. And they they blew up a dam today because you know what these fuckers in Ukraine did when. When Putin took a Crimea or put it back under Russian influence, because after all, they are a Russian-speaking area, um, they cut off the water supply. They dammed up the, the canals that supplied right. them with water. They were trying to murder the people there. And the same thing happened in the Donbass and the Lukansk. So when I look at Putin, all I see is a, is a Russian nationalist, the president of a country that has been invaded three times by the Europeans in the last 150 years. First by Napoleon, second by the Kaiser, and third by Adolf Hitler. I don't blame him for doing any of this. And, you know, Candace, is he a good guy? I don't know. I know he's in favor of, of Russia, Russia first. So is that such a terrible thing? Because at least that way you can predict what he's going to do. Well, I, you know, the, the, the way that Juan put it, and I think it's really good, is that uh, Putin is a white hat for the um, for Russia, and uh, that's what's most important is that he is seen as a nationalist. And you know, everybody's all like, uh, you know, Hitler said that you know he was a, a socialist, a national socialist, and therefore you know Trump is a national socialist. And was right. no it, nationalism is a good thing, and. See, they have co-opted our language, and this is really the essence of everything that's going on, is that people are so confused because they don't know history, they don't know how language has been used, and Cliff High, I'm going to put this link up in the comments because it's it's you just, you, you got to start doing some research, you got to look at it historically because uh, without the history lesson, it's you're left in the weeds in terms of really trying to sort this out. It's much more complicated, I think, than um, a lot of people this. understand. I can't wait yeah. to watch this Cliff High video because uh, it'll be the first thing he's been right about in the last five years. But um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing about Cliff. Cliff is great. He's I think he did say something major was going to happen around this time. 
that his censures all went he's off. There was going to be this big emotional response. Yeah, he's also said that. Yeah, he calls it the Budo, which is yeah. a. I mean, this video you just got to watch it. I can't, you know, synopsize it, but it is How a is case it? where you know we can get past this issue of bickering about, you know, deep state you know, white hats, black hats and everything, because it really does not apply during this situation. We are looking down the barrel of a gun right now. And, uh, you know, there is capability within Russia to drop nukes and, and we just can't be coy about it anymore. And what we really should call it is World War Four, because um, World War Three was the actual, um, you know, event that took place when the uh, the wall oh, came right. down and when yeah. the Soviet Union was um, turned into, you know, the the different uh, state right. under Better Putin. Right. So and that during that period of time is when Putin came in and he got rid of the uh, the communists that were in that area. And that's really what we're looking at next. And because that, I think, is, is going to take front and center if we can get rid of the Nazis, and then we've got to put into our sites the uh, CCP. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, so that is you that know, is really much more of a focus. Again, Candace, I hear that, that Xi Jinping is going to get rid of the... By the way, what I'm eating is the Butterfinger Easter egg uh, chocolates, which are so much better than regular Butterfingers because they don't stick to your teeth the way a Butterfinger does. These are these are the most awesome Easter candy you can possibly get. So that's what I'm eating. Um, yeah, and Candice, what I hear, you know, what, I, what I've been hearing for several years is Xi Jinping is actually working on the inside to destroy the Chinese Communist Party and that when they are reunified with Taiwan, it's going to be the CCP that goes away. Uh, maybe it sounds like Pollyanna, but I think, you know, we're on the brink of something really pretty spectacular happening. Um, well, we'll yeah. just have to look at last week as being like, could you have predicted all of this last week? It, it didn't well, work out anyway that anybody predicted. I don't think, you know, even all of us were kind of taken by surprise because of the dynamic that Brooks friend brought out. I mean, who well, even knew there were like Nazis in Ukraine? I mean, no, I didn't know that. I did not know yeah. that part of it, but I, I did knew about it. I've been reporting about it on America free radio, but yeah. it was the timing yeah. for the last exactly. five years. Uh, NATO has been moving equipment closer and closer to Ukraine and has been putting some of it in Ukraine. And they've also been hiring Al Qaeda to join as mercenaries, the Nazis. I have a mm -hmm. picture of Al Qaeda holding an AK-47 with the Nazi flag in the background. They're they're actually working with them. So I knew about it, but uh, Putin was very clear, and he told, especially after they uh, put the cruise missiles into Romania and Poland, because cruise missiles are not a defensive weapon; they're an offensive weapon. And right. Putin said, you will remove those cruise missiles because we don't know if they could be nuclear tipped or not. And they're only seven minutes from Moscow. You either take them out right now or I'm going to force you to take them out. And that was about six months ago. Yeah. And there's no question that's what Putin is doing here. And I don't begrudge him that. And and again, I think Putin's playing a, a different game. I think he's... Um, well, we know, they, we know what the, the transatlantic group is doing. What they want to do is they want to stop paying for the natural gas from Russia. 
They want yeah. to take the natural gas from Russia. That's what NATO is all about. They want to defeat Russia, depose Putin, and take the natural gas from Russia. They want to conquer Russia for its natural gas. Make no mistake, that's what this freaking war is all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Juan brought that up too with the energy because, you know, this is going to drive the price of uh, crude oil through the roof, you know, and because the... This is the exactly net. what the global syndicate's trying to do. That's why they That's installed right. Joe Biden. When That's Trump right. made us energy independent, he also mm-hmm. made us one of the biggest energy suppliers. We were yep. going to supply Europe, not Russia. We were going to compete with Russia for that business. And the global syndicate did not want that. So the instant Biden got in place, the first thing he did on day one was to stop the Keystone Pipeline. He crippled our and energy the price supply. of insulin, by the way. Yeah. By the way, for yeah. those of you complaining about my tooth, okay, I had the tooth pulled on Monday and I'm feeling better. And I still do have two other teeth that are in danger. But uh, for tonight, I'm going to enjoy my chocolate Easter eggs, chocolate Butterfinger Easter eggs. <laughs> um, guys, uh, you know, there's other things to talk about, but I don't really want to talk about too many other things because this is so exciting because the potential is here, Blake to overturn the new world order. It really is. I mean, while they think they're trying to take out Putin and they keep blaming Putin, 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 I don't get any hint except from the completely brainwashed masses that um, they're, they're buying Putin mad bad. I just, I, Russian mad bad isn't flying, I don't think. What do you think? He's the only guy that has the balls not to bluff. He said he was going to hit you. He warned you he was going to hit you, and you kept stepping forward, and he hit you. Blake, what do you think? Yeah, it's a surprise attack. Yeah, a lot of people didn't uh, believe it, but I think it's a lot of people don't believe the the, the left, you know media anymore because we're yeah. just like, no, they're not going to invade because you know we we they've lost their credibility. But he to surprise us all, he, he really did go through with it. And now hopefully there's there's this more to it. And like you said, he's mentioned this thing about Nazis, and that was in his speech too. He warned everybody about that. So well, well for of the course record, they left that he is part not, he is not invading Ukraine, and he is not occupying yeah. Ukraine. He is denazifying. Yeah. Which just he has like stated, he has stated that flatly. Yeah, he has stated that flatly. Yeah. He's just getting the deep state elements out of it. And Candace, oh, but, yeah, Lauren. Yes, more poison, Lauren. I am eating more poison. I took my vitamin C today, though, like a good boy. I did do what you asked. So stop, stop. What are you? What are you, my wife? Um, you know, there's a reason why I'm divorced, and it's because I got nagged all the time. Um, so... What I was going to say is that, yeah, you know, Putin came out and expressly said why he was doing this, that he was not going to occupy these states, that he's basically just trying to create a security buffer, which he would prefer to be completely demilitarized between his country and Europe. And again, the Europeans have invaded his country three times in the last 150 years. And there's no reason to think that that's not going to happen um, again. And this is another reason why I... I think, you know, I'm like Team Vlad in this whole thing. And I say, go for it and let's get rid of these people. And there's so much history that we've been lied to about. But thank God, Candace, you've reassured me the earth is not flat because I was beginning to wobble on that a little bit. I'm kidding. Um, Good God. Next, you're going to tell me we faked the moon landings and I'm going to believe it. No, I'm not. I'm not going to believe it. So 
it's, it's, guys, I started in a TV uh, show where I had to pretend that I believe that the moon landings were fake. Well, I didn't have to, but they wouldn't have paid me if I didn't. Well, <laughs> let, let me wade in on another issue that just came to mind. Okay. So, right. sure. um, the thing that we have in, you know, our sites is a dynamic that happens, um, out of Iran. Okay. Iran has tried to, the women have tried to come forward and gain their freedom, and they were put down soundly during the Obama administration, right? Uh, Iran has one of the biggest Christian growth in population of all the, the uh, Middle Eastern countries, okay? So you're looking at a stronghold that basically has lost a lot of uh, their influence. Now, they have wanted to bomb Israel into the Ice Age, and of course, that was fought over for a long time about them having nuclear weapons and how that, where John Kerry got in really involved in that, right, Brooks, you know? Um, and that became a real, you know, talking point for the media for a long time. And, and it was the case where uh, everybody became aware of nuclear weapons. And I think we are going through the civics lesson from hell that uh, has started a long time ago. And at least people are sort of getting that comprehension that there's things in this world that are, are not, you know, something you don't mess around with. So, um that's where I back off from saying, oh, you know, we got to get in with Putin and help him to do that. No, 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 that's not what this is about. This is about creating balance. And this has to do with every, you know, country that is out there becoming sovereign. And for Russia, I have no interest in their, you know, whatever they do. I mean, they're, they got a big country. They got the biggest country in the entire planet. They've got a lot of land, they've got a lot of resources, and if they managed it correctly, they wouldn't have to lean on anybody else, right? But see, right. that's not true. Because, you know, the idea is, is that we do have to reach out and we have to change the nature of things in order to accommodate the flow of certain, you know, minerals. I mean, we're talking, you know, uh, rare earth minerals that are like in China that we've been dependent on and we're wanting to bring that industry back to uh, the United States, which we have lots of them. There's a lot of rare earth minerals right here in Montana, but we were held back from developing that because of the environmentalists, okay? So there's just many layers of concept here that we have, you know, gotten into, which has to be, sat down at a table, we have to have the conversation and we have to figure out what's best for each country and get out of this, you know, situation that we've been presented. We've seen a war happen every time the deep state starts losing. I mean, what well, happened yeah. to the COVID, you know, all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. So yeah, now everybody's talking about the war. It's <laughs> like, Whoa, that happened quickly. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I know my, my ivermectin sales have fallen off way, way a whole <laughs> lot, about 90%. I, yeah. I knew it was going to end, but I didn't know it was going to end because it was politically expedient. Right. Well, uh, but that's the way they work, point. right? You make a good point, and that's why we are in a very dangerous time because, you know, a lot of people think we're getting ready to enter the golden age. Well, the global syndicate does not have a place in the golden age 
And mm-hmm. with the alignment of Pluto, according to my oracle, who's just written me because she's listening tonight, uh, this is the time of the removal of tyrants. Well, they don't like being cut out of the action. And that's why we are in very dangerous times. We are. Yeah. And, and uh, I, you know, Candace, I think something you said that is, I think, really important. I, I agree. I wrote in this book in 2010 called The Choice that what was going to happen because of the physics of the astronomical alignments that were taking place starting on December 21st, 2012. And in May before that, in May before that, we had an eclipse that started in China, went across, it reached maximum peak at the international dateline, the cross, the line between east and west, and it terminated at Mount Shasta, one of the most sacred places on the planet. And it shifted the energy. It began this process, as I talked about in this book. I told you this shit was going to happen. And the key thing, Candace, is balance. It's time for the United States, because of the bankers, we've been forced with a gun to our head to interfere in European affairs. It's time for Russia to handle Russia and Eurasia and East Asia. It's time for China to handle greater Asia. It's time for the United States to worry about the U.S. and Canada and Mexico, the the, the NAFTA group, and let's throw in Australia and New Zealand together and work together because we all have everything together. The United States needs to get out of the East. It needs to get out of the uh, out of Europe. And, uh, and as my understanding is, Putin is on board with this. The new structure is going to be you know, Putin and Russia having influence over certain areas. I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen with Europe. It's not going to be dominated by Russia. They're going to have to come up with their own solution. But I know that outside of Europe, you know, Africa is going to have their own new controller. It was going to be Gaddafi because he was going to create a gold backed African currency. And that's why Hillary killed him. And all these things are going to happen, and it's like it is going to happen. It's not going to be stopped, but it is all about balance, and it's about everybody minding their own business and working together. And I do, I do understand that Putin is on board with those changes. Blake, you got anything you want to add before we move on? And I don't know, do we even want to move on from this subject because it's so fascinating? So yeah, pick up the choice by Mike Barra, awesome yeah. book. Definitely, I, I gotta go check that out sometime. Um, no, it it'd, it'd be great to see all these different. Yeah, yeah, but it'd be nice to see everybody just kind of thrive together. Maybe the fall of the EU and see a little bit more of the uh, European countries uh, stand out on their own. Get rid of all these uh, unelected bureaucrats. That would be a good step. Yeah, so I'm yeah. looking forward to uh, better days ahead and what we could do if we weren't being managed by these uh, globalists. But I guess people like good people don't really conspire much to make the world better. It's always the bad people that want to micromanage the peasants. Well, so, you know, I don't know if Putin is a good people. What I what I believe I know about him yeah. is that he will defend Russia's interests above everything else, just as Donald Trump will defend America's interests above everything else. And Has Putin ever not kept his word, ever? Not, not that I can remember. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, somebody sent me, Brooks sent me this. Uh, we had we had a question in there. Um, Mike Barra, 333, can you... Please mention Jen's intel on Biden's State of the Union. We are only a few days away. That's not true. I believe Bi- I believe Biden is going to give supposed to give his State of the Union. I think on three twenty or something, uh, March twentieth or March fifteenth. 
I believe. I'm not positive. That would make it the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of March, Caesar. Um, and she said he won't be around to give it. And, uh, you know, given the things Jen's been accurate about, I tend to believe that. And she thinks we're a lot closer to Trump coming back than other people do. So that's what Jen said about it. And we'll check back in with Jen on Monday because everything keeps um, everything just keeps escalating and, and going uh, crazy. Brooks wants everybody to know that shingles is a virus associated with chicken pox. And I'm not sure Ivan would work, but all I can say is try it. Shingles only happens once, then you're immune. Yeah, but it sucks big time, as I understand. I heard, I heard. When you have it. And uh, I was thinking about getting the shingles vaccination, and my doctor said, you know, there's a 10% chance you'll get nerve pain, and it'll never go away. Like, agonizing, shooting nerve pain for the rest of your life. And I said, I'm going to take my chances on not getting the shingles, because I had chicken pox forever ago, right? My parents, evil parents, deliberately exposed me to chicken pox. That sucks. Okay, um, <laughs> let's shift real quick, and then we can come back to anything you guys want to come back to. But I wanted to mention that uh, I uh, we have Brooks, who has given us um, given us the uh, ivermectin, or should I say ivermectin out loud? I really shouldn't say it. Ivan and Roxy, if you go to brooksagnew.blog slash store and go to the store, you can scroll down about halfway. You see this red bar right below that is the therapeutic special report, and it will take you to his therapeutic reports on Ivan and Roxy. Those are the code names we give them. Hydroxy and Ivan, Ivan Mecton. I, I have a friend named uh, Mecton, Ivan Mecton. And uh, you can pick those reports up and you can get these. It's completely above board. It's completely cool. Brooks, you can talk about it in a minute. But I told you guys months ago that I was going to try this other site called uh, buyivermectinforhumans.us. I did, and they have, not only do they have the same things Brooks has for a little bit more money, uh, it's more expensive than yours, Brooks, it's better, but they also have some cool stuff. This thing is called a Zaverdo kit, and I picked it up. Uh, you can get four of them for 50 bucks, and uh, let me just show it to you guys real quick. It, um, it, it's, got, uh, it's got Ivan, it's got three 12 milligram Ivan pills, it's got uh, Zithromycin, and it's got Zinc. This is the pack, which costs $2 in India. And I got it from India. Um, this is the Zaverdo kit, which basically cured CV-19 in India. And this is all they did. G gave one of these to anybody who wanted it for two bucks. And kaboom, it knocks the thing out right away. You need to take it immediately after the uh, initiation of symptoms. But I can tell you that you can go to uh, buyivermectinforhumans.us and they do deliver. My order didn't come. I wrote I wrote them an email. I said, sorry, something got screwed up. They sent it again. They resent it in less than two weeks. I got it. Um, they've got that. And they've also got uh, antibiotics, which is something that Brooks doesn't offer. That's the only reason I bring it up uh, because you can get the other stuff, the Roxy and the Ivan you can get from Dr. Brooks Agnew's site. Uh, Brooks, why don't you take it away and tell everybody about that? Stuff. Yeah, it's easy to do. You know, it took me a year to find this uh, pharmacy in Japan that was willing to work with us. Right. Uh, what I wanted to do was get to sell a, a report, which I can do legally in this country, and then take the money from that sale, send it to the pharmacy. The pharmacy would then send the medications directly from the manufacturer 
two people's houses and I didn't want to charge people 350 bucks for it. So we do it basically right. for cost. I make no money on the prescriptions at all. Make about $3 and 50 cents on shipping and handling. If we don't have any problems, which we have had problems, lots of them in Canada cost me about yeah. three grand. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do is save lives. And we have now crossed the 4,000 person mark out of those 4,000 people. Zero of them went to the hospital. None. And four of them, we got out of the hospital, two out of ICU. So this is the real stuff. It's FDA approved. It's dosed for 150 pounds. It ships directly to you from the manufacturer. So that's my mission. That's awesome stuff. And um, as, as far as I know, Brooks, and I believe this is correct, there has never been a single documented case of a properly dosed person who's who's gets... Ivan, in the it, within the first few days of a COVID outbreak, going to the hospital or dying. It's Correct. never happened out of 7 billion people on the planet. There's not a single documented case. There are cases of people overdosing. So I think what you're doing is really amazing. I just want to let people know that there's a source where you can get. I mean, antibiotics, you know, I had this toothache and it was horrible. And I, I had the tooth pulled. I'm now down to 30 teeth, not 32, one, two missing upper. And I got a couple others with, with tooth decay, but I'm doing some stuff, some, you know, holistic cures for that stuff that I guess eating chocolate butterfinger Easter, you know, Easter eggs is not really going to help that condition, but, uh, you got to live too, but you can get antibiotics from them. And, you know, I mean, sometimes you have to go to urgent care. You have to beg a doctor to give you antibiotics. Half the time they don't want to, they give you the weak ass stuff instead of the good stuff. So it's great to have my own source. Now, if I could just get my own source for prednisone, which I guess would be Mexico, I'd be really happy. The thing is guys, you have to take care of this stuff yourself. If you can legally, fairly get your hands on this stuff, get your hands on it. And that way, Brooks or I don't have to send it to you in the, in the mail when you have an emergency um, situation. Ashley says, singles, shingles freaking sucks. I got it when I was 19. Oh, my God. Thank God I haven't had it since. Yeah, you'll never get it again. Once you, It's like chicken pox. Once you have it, you'll never get it again. So, um, okay. So, anybody else? Yeah, Kenneth. I just wanna... I, I got to talk about this since you opened the door on it. Um, <clears throat> the big thing is that we're going to be into this for a long time about um, big pharma. Um, and basically, it's a great thing that you've done, Brooks, in order to get something from another country and actually be able to then offer it to our people. But it's so confusing to people because we've become so addicted to our medical, um, you know, doctors and our facilities. And somebody mentioned the thing about having to have a passport. Um, I just want to harken back to the era of Obamacare and how that all happened and what it created in terms of the discontinuity that everybody had been used to. Uh, in terms of trusting our medical community. Uh, it was during that period of time that they basically came in and they rewrote all of the reasons that somebody could get insurance for conditions. And supposedly it was all about, oh, yes, we're going to, you know, uh, pre-existing conditions are all okay. But it was a document that was like a thousand pages long. And I remember thinking about it at the time when they passed it 
And we, of course, were, you know, sending people out. They were trying to read it and everything. Well, you know, the thing about that is that it's not gone. I mean, they still have on the IRS documents that you sign to get your tax refund, you know, are, have you got ta- coverage as far as medical? Well, you know, the thing about this all is, is that each of us have the ability to work with our own bodies and to create a very amazing set of circumstances that are as natural to us as a human species, where we can actually feel our energy, we can move it, we can eat right, we can do stuff that doesn't create, you know, toxic problems. Um, we have a lot of work to do in terms of convincing people that they've got to do the research on medical stuff in order to actually have, you know, some uh, complete holistic attitude towards, you know, what is coming in the future. Because, you know, if it just gets cut off, uh, that's just not going to work for most people. They're going to, you know, go crazy. Well, where am I going to get my insulin? What am I going to do, you know, about this or that? Because we're at a very, very important uh hinge point is that we're looking into the abyss of basically all of these big companies going like bankrupt. And it isn't going to have to do with what it is that we see on the surface. It's going to have to do with a lot of stuff that's underneath everything that that we have trusted. As, As soon as trust is broken, you're going to have people that are Literally, they're so stressed out, they can't even exist anymore. And psychologically, this is going to be a huge crisis of consciousness. Um, I have noticed, because I do the Schumann Resonance, that we have some very interesting uh, uh, anomalies or artifacts, as I call them, that are um, actually being seen on the Schumann right now. And, And I believe that they're scalar waves. Um, I've also uh, determined that we have uh, gamma rays that are coming in from the cosmic core. Um, these are both things that are really changing our constitution completely. And this is going to be a very rocky period of time for people because their bodies need to catch up with what's going on cosmically. And, um, you know, for my part in this, where I'm very comfortable talking about all of the background that I have, which is, uh, you know, I was in pre-vet school and I worked in veterinary colleges and and veterinary facilities. And, you know, I'm very, you know, when they first said ivermectin, no problem. You know, (laughs) this is what it's good for. This is how it works, you know. I didn't think twice about it, but, you know, this concept is like introducing an entirely different sort of um, procedure that we're going to have to be working on for a while. And that's where, you know, I, I think I just want to, to say that, um, you know, sit down with your family, um, look at your lives, look at your, the way you think, Uh, connect up your brains with your hearts. You know, a lot of problems are coming up with our heart center. And, um, you know, the heart is more magnetic. And 
electromagnetics are something that's like new physics. You know, we try to introduce that all the time with uh, the Tesla stuff that's coming forward, you know, the work you've done, Brooks, um, in, um, you know, with uh, free energy and energy sources that are like brand new. Um, so find something you're really interested in and get a handle on it because we're need we need to share this information instead of getting so hung up on all these current events and all this bullshit. Let's sit down and really sort of take a, a uh, assessment of our lives and, and come up with the information and the, the uh, flow of information because we're going to have opened up here very quickly. And I'll just end with this because I know this is a lot of stuff to throw at people, but um, Starlink is now active. Uh, there's people that have been notified recently that they're going to be hooked up. Um, we also have a, um, uh, Starlink is now servicing the Ukraine. <laughs> and uh, I really smiled when I saw that come across my Facebook. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is something that is um, really the harbinger for moving away from this agitated brainwave state cluster, you know what, that has been going on for quite a while with all the, you know, the low Hertzian um, uh, disruptive states that uh, come through with our devices. And the, the future is very bright if we can get this rested away. Again, it's another case of that during this transition, the people that are the controllers that have those bioweapon labs that have developed artificial intelligence, this also has to do with our entire network and our internet, it's all going to be it's not going to be possible for them to be on this playing field. They cannot interrupt a light signal. Yep. Fiber optics and Starlink are both, um, you know, sent to you via their um, laser arrays that are on the units. And um, that they uh, next year, they will be um, actually bringing out um, capable phones that uh, work off an app that you can sign up and then your get phone. your internet through Starlink. Your and phone. yes, it's new, uh, quantum phones. Phone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And, um, you know, so this is, is very real. And I've got to say, if you listen to the Cliff High interview, he is right about the fact he has gone to Lennox. And if anybody yeah. has a brain out there, they'll start looking at their systems and going like, and he said it, so I can say it to you. I've been preaching to the, you know, about this for a long time. Get away from Microsoft. It's got a Swiss cheese back end, and they can make you into anything they want to. And it affects it's, all of us. I can't play Doom Eternal. I mean, come on, really? <laughs> Lennox will be go, there for you. They're making, they're, they're doing Microsoft apps right now. So all it's right, just, it's, it's going to happen, and just uh, and it's n no change other than the fact that you'll get no ads. It'll be filtered for all the bullshit, and it it basically runs a whole lot better. So, I I have said this for a long time, but anyway. So that's my little spiel. The internet is changing. Big pharma is changing. Our government is changing. 
our money system is changing. And then if I'm going to cap it off, the entire energy sector of this world is changing. So hold on to your hats, take a deep breath, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Blake Wally, are you a narc? Uh, by the way, everything you said is true. It is going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, it's only going to be a bumpy ride if you're not ready for it and you're attached to it. Blake Wally, are you a narc? Right. Um, Stephanie, I don't know what you. the context of that is. No, but I'm <laughs> really curious on what that means. Probably started by Dean. By the way, has anybody got their true social to work? I, I, I got no. in. I got signed up very quickly. I was number seven thousand on the waiting list, and it just froze with the screen. And I thought, well, okay. I was going to log out and log back in. And when I logged back in, I went from 7,000 on the waiting list to 98,000 on the waiting list. And nothing's happening. It just sits there. Well, can I tell you what's going on? Because I happen to know I've been in this. Okay. So I was informed by Juan um, over two weeks ago now because he's working right there. He's That's what he's doing. So he said that, uh, and he said it on air, so I can say it now. Uh, True Social was hacked four times the first day that they put everything out on the internet. Hacked. I mean, totally taken apart. So they sat down at the table and they said, well, what are we going to do? So they came up with this application, this app that is now only on iPhones, by the way. I can't get it. (laughs) I have an Android. Um, And so they introduced that and they, they didn't really... You know, everybody wants to get on. I mean, it's like, oh, my God. So but the truth is, is that it has been compromised. And from day one, they've been having problems. In fact, people I got your uh, your message, Brooks, it said you were having trouble. (laughs) You had a little meme up there. And I I sent that to Juan and he goes and he said it on air right after that. So Brooks, you got the kudos for that one. So, <laughs> um, you know, so it's a, uh, it is a problematic and it's problematic for a very good reason is because we still have a world out there that is, is completely contaminated by artificial intelligence. In fact, there's you know, programs that are running right now that are listening to us and extracting every word that I say, I, I got kind of like, I'll put my, you know, air quotes, but I put a couple of things up. Um, I have a new rumble channel that I started because I've got a lot of stuff that I downloaded and I, I put it out there. So these were two programs that I had, um, and you can go to Gypsy Spirit, okay, at Rumble and take a look at them. Okay. They're programs from 2014 that um, that wanted done with, um, you know, Doug Hagman. And, um, you know, at that point in time, I was doing research. I've got all of his stuff cataloged. That's what I've been doing for quite a while. So I put them up. And then um, literally within 24 hours, I had 16,000 views on both of them. And I looked at it and I went, I just started this freaking little tiny rumble channel, 16,000 views. So I went on Twitter and was looking around. Oh, guess what? Somebody picked up my link on the programs because it, it said 107. And believe me, he's like your ultimate clickbait. And uh, they put him up and there were two um websites one of them was before it's news and the other one is best news here yeah right. before it's news is great they, yeah. and 
and they appeared on there and I, I got like no rumbles. Nobody made a comment, no rumbles, just 16 K, you know, views. I was, so I had to look into yeah, it a little better. bit and they were, um, they're from Macedonia and Macedonia is, uh, just, uh, North of Greece there. And, uh, quite a history of Macedonia, by the way, that's where Alexander the great was, had his uh, final days when he was 33 years old. Um, so they are in connection with the uh, Zionist Israelis, and uh, they basically are a money laundering and scammer site, and that's what they're doing is they're intelligence gatherers. They do data uh, theft, and if anybody goes to those websites before it's news or best news there and signs up, you're basically allowing them to have access into your entire system. Correct. So, yes, you thank you, Brooks. <laughs> it's like, you know, so I kind of went out on a limb. I told the team that I work with and everything, and they went, uh-oh. And that means that basically there's a lot of shit that's going on the Internet that isn't just Chinese because I, re you know, revealed all of that connection. Uh, it's also going through the Zionist. And of course, the Zionists are what we also call the Illuminati, which you can call the deep state. They got their little paws and everything. And uh, Rothschilds, you know, Rockefeller, the whole lot of them. So we're up against a lot of stuff, Mike. It's, it's yeah. much more complicated. And um, I'd like to be able to, you know, this is a good format for me. And I appreciate the time, you know. Well, thank you for being here. And I know the kids don't like it when mom and dad fight, but it happens sometimes. But now that things appear to be finally moving, like we can actually look and say there might actually be a plan. Um, you know, I think tensions are, are reduced. Blake, what do you think? <laughs> do you have any response to any of that? Or are we just about uh, just about out of time here? Well, I, I do post stuff on before it's news sometimes. So I guess I'm, uh, I don't know, who knows what's uh, going on anymore. But Hey, this is uh, you know I, I chose to get into this involved. Well, in this I think you should put all these on before it's news. I think you should put all these shows that you're on on before it's yeah. news. So we can up our up our rumble thing. I put so last week's on. We got pretty good views on them. Yeah, to get we? the right headline, you can get uh, yeah, this good good audience there. So uh, that's too bad if true, but that's, that's the price we pay for trying to put this uh, information out. So, but I'll, I'll try to take that. It's not a lot of Linux stuff out there because i'd love to get a new computer at some point and i want to get windows I just want to get a, a computer with some uh, muscle so i can do some more graphic uh, editing and stuff like that but uh yeah i, I will take well, a look at some linux stuff I, I, have for, right? I have six high-speed bricks on linux a guy set them up for me that worked for my company for a while that's all they are are bricks they're absolutely useless to me linux totally sucks off to be loaded with windows 10 wow okay um yeah and just to confirm your your what you just said blake i mean i'm looking at at the last few uh real news live shows uh free reading friday with jen 1700 views on rumble 2000 on thursday 2256 on wednesday oh, but, uh, 2000 Saturday one. 
Yeah. yeah, and then 2000 on uh, 2000 on uh, Tuesday. My toxically masculine Tuesdays are not that popular. 2,600 views on Monday, and then last Saturday that you put on before it's news, 12,398 views. So that's considerably yeah. better when you put them on before it's news. I still wish I could get you to put them all on before it's news, but uh, that's up to you. So I hear you, um, Candice. It does kind of suck, but it's like... Uh, yeah, you know, and the views really only matter because I'm trying to get the information out to people. That's what's really critically important. Okay, guys, I don't have a top five tonight. Um, do you want to stick around for it? Should we go to the suggestion box here for a top five or should we call it a night? What do you think? Anybody? Bueller? Anybody have a I'm top down five? For a quick one. In, in the chat, five. have you got a top five? Uh, should I go for another piece of pie? Yeah, Ashley. I mean, after all, you're married. <laughs> go ahead. You're not out. You're not out at the bars chasing guys. Go ahead and have another piece of pizza if you want it. That's the thing is I would really like to take care of myself, but also that means I can't have Butterfinger eggs and beer. So, <laughs> uh, you're gonna die anyway. You might By the way, we're up to fifteen hundred subscribers yeah. on uh, on Rumble, so we're getting oh, okay. Great. I'm not seeing a lot in the chat on the top five, mm -hmm. so why don't we just get final statements? Let's go around the horn banner for almost two hours. Blake, let's start with you. Anything final you want to say? I mean, it, to me, it's an exciting time, and I can't wait to see what the next couple of weeks bring. Oh yeah, absolutely. So now it's uh, really getting started. I mean, it's been a new cycle lifetime the last few years anyway, but now it's really kicking into overdrive. So uh, very cool to, uh, I mean, it's not cool to see, you know, war and exactly the fog of war, what's really going on and trying to find out and innocent people getting killed and, you know, soldiers having to go home uh, in, in bags. It's, it's not fun. But um, if there is some kind of necessary thing to to purge for the greater good, I don't want to sound Machiavellian here, but uh, that would certainly be cool. And we can look back at this and go, yeah, it really sucked when they were having that big war. But, oh, yeah, they flushed out the deep state and all the Nazis out of Ukraine. And so uh, right. that kind of kicked off everything. Russia got uh, sanctioned, but then they went on crypto or they, they did the Nasara, Jasara thing. That sh certainly would uh, be cool and worth it in the end, I suppose. So let's just hope that, uh, you know, good people don't uh, die any more than they have to. And yeah. pray for the civilians Anything. and hope for the greater good. Yeah. Top five most Top annoying five songs. Most annoying. Okay. Amy, look, that's easy for me. It's just gonna, it's gonna be five Super Tramp and Journey songs. So that's a piece of cake. That's that's not a challenge. Uh, Candace Whitelight, your final thoughts for the evening before we head out. Um, I just want to say thank you for um, for you know wading into the fray here. Uh, all of you out there that are really hungry for information, um, it's a tough time right now to really find what I would consider truth. I think that it is going to get better here briefly. Um, Starlink is up and running and I apologize if people haven't heard good things about it, but I'll tell you that's the last thing that the deep state wants to have organized and to be, you know, able to, you know, it's going to eliminate them basically. So the more that we can do in terms of helping people out, we did go into Ottawa and we uh, hooked up all the truckers. Uh, they're still there. Um, and we also have word that uh, 
the border has been secured um, and all of our area in the North Country is, uh, is now hooked up with Starlink. Um, and it is going to be over the next six months, um, it'll become more commonplace, it'll become cheaper. Those that can't afford the buy-in right now, uh, just understand that it's $100. You probably will get help to pay the rest and that it also is uh, $1,500 worth of equipment that you're purchasing. So, um, you know, it will make more sense as time goes on. And it will also be a situation that you'll, you'll find that, you know, we have a lot of infiltrators right now within the Patriot ranks, which I... I really am not going to run down that list, but we, we need to sort of just, you know, get used to the fact that this is both on both sides of the bird, you know, the left side and the right side. And we, we can't really be dualistic anymore. We have to be more like all for mankind, womankind, and just not be into buying off on the division. Um, it just ain't going to work in the future. All for one and one for all, Candace. That's there you it. go. Yeah, I like Three musketeers. That. Four musketeers. Three musketeers. Yeah. Four Dr. Musketeers. Brooks Agnew, any final thoughts tonight? As yeah, I mean, society goes through four cycles. I, I discuss in my books, you know, the, the mercy, peace, justice, war cycle. Um, war only happens when justice is denied. If we had a good system of justice that worked, for all parties they weren't this immune class that could walk around murdering and and uh, pedophiling and and trafficking in humans and laundering money and walk free like wealthy aristocrats around us and everyone knows they're guilty when we have a justice system like that war is inevitable what is going on in ukraine is a type and a shadow of what is going to happen everywhere unless the guilty are arrested, tried, convicted, and sentenced. It will happen. I promise you it cannot not happen. All society and all time has gone through these cycles. Unless we adhere to the law, which we have set up, we have voted on, we agreed on over 200 years of existence, which, by the way, is the oldest constitution on earth. Unless we do that, we're going to end up just like Ukraine some force is going to come in and make it right. And I don't want force. We have a legal system in place to take care of this. We just need to have justice. That's my final thought. Thank you for that. I agree. If you want to read about all that, pick up The Choice by Mike Barra, using conscious thought and physics of the mind to reshape the world. That's what we're going through right now. It's going to keep going till at least 2024. At least that's when all the major events should be over and we should start living in the new world that we're going to create. The global sovereignty movement is getting stronger every day. And that means the respect of the individual is the key thing. That's what we're talking about here. So it's going to be pretty fascinating stuff. I would like to remind everybody, if you enjoy these shows, I could use some love. It's coming up to the first of the month. I got rent. I got bills to pay. Like everybody, paypal.me slash Mike Barra, five bucks, 10 bucks, 25 bucks, 250 bucks, whatever you feel like. I love it. I appreciate it. It's uh, paypal.me slash Mike Barra or Venmo at Mike-Barra. If you would like to give TV's Blake Wally some love, it's paypal.me slash Blake Wally. 
and check out his website, thenextlevelnews.com. Dr. Brooks Agnew is available at brooksagnew.blog. Brooksagnew.blog, right? That's where you go for Dr. Brooks Agnew stuff. He's got books. He's got all kinds of cool stuff. He doesn't make any money off the Ivan or the Roxy, but he does off of his other stuff, his caps. Don't forget also X Squared Radio tomorrow, right, Brooks? What's uh, That's right, X Squared Radio tomorrow. We're going to go through a lot more of this Russell Bentley report from uh, Ukraine. There's a lot more details to it. Everybody needs to know it so they know how to be prepared. And Candace Whitelight can be found on Frequency of the Earth and Candace Whitelight on Facebook, as well as the new Rumble channel, which was it Candace what Gypsy? It was Gypsy Spirit, right? On Rumble, Candace? I didn't get that on a... Are you there, Candace? That's right, Gypsy Spirit. Gypsy Spirit on Rumble. Drop and, down on muted microphone. And don't forget to uh, also hit... MikeBarrett.blogspot.com. This video will be pulled down Sorry. off of the YouTube channels almost immediately after the show is over. But you can always go to Rumble, search out the Real News Live channel, and catch us there. Okay, so for Candace Whitelight in Montana, TV's Blake Wally somewhere east of California, and Dr. Brooks Agnew in the Carolinas, we love you. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you back here on Monday with Jen. And... These are really exciting times. I'm going to go watch the war in Ukraine. It's been really boring on the webcams because not much seems to be happening in Kiev. And by the way, it's Kiev, not Kiev. Okay, Kiev. Kiev. That's how you pronounce it. Right. Kiev, Bombay, yeah. Peking, and it's UFO, not UAP. Thanks for being here, everybody. Love you. Wow, Stephanie Jackson, you're young. Go out and have some fun on Saturday night. Or come I'm going to go Vegas. listen to Trump's speech from CPAC. Was, I heard it was It epic. was really good. It was really good. And I think there was yeah, some Yeah, me too, Brooks. That's that's a must do, right? <laughs> there there so. were some there were some comms in there I think we're gonna be talking about in the next couple of days. Okay, that's it. Have a great Saturday, everybody. Go out, have some fun. See you to Monday. I'm taking tomorrow off. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks.